I watched a movie this week with my kids that surprised me. Set in the world of a video game, I was ready to dismiss it as mindless entertainment aimed at teenagers. And then I looked a little deeper and realized that it tells a hopeful and countercultural story of human connection. Now, if you don't play video games, as I don't, let me just explain a little. Video game worlds are populated by lots of anonymous, disposable characters whose only purpose is to be injured, killed, and otherwise eliminated by the live players, the people who are actually playing the game. One of the anonymous characters in this film realizes his own agency and leads a revolt of the other unnamed characters against the dominant evil. Together, they defy the assumption that their purpose is to be killed and maimed as byproducts of a power struggle. Empowered by their own agency and by their connection with one another, they seek and create a world of peaceful coexistence and joy. A violent, competitive culture, dependent on greed and might, is obliterated by a group of nobodies who choose to work together to find another way of living that focuses on joy and inclusion and peace. Sounds like a Jesus message about the power of connection and love. Human connection creates a kingdom where all people are seen, valued, and nurtured. Our news cycle tells us that the world we live in continues operating in power-hungry ways that repeatedly devalue human life. Corporate and global power players promote their own egos and accumulate more wealth and land at the expense of the health, safety, and lives of millions of regular, invisible, and disposable people. But wait, if we have learned anything from two years of pandemic, it's that no one is disposable. No life is insignificant. And pandemic has shown us that we regular people need one another. We need connection because together we can resist the powers of greed and dominance to create God's kingdom. In the past couple of years, many of us got used to the low-level, constant, dull ache of loneliness and unhealthy solitude. While separation helped us stay safe and manage our fear, many of us watched our relationships atrophy. We may not realize how much we are craving three-dimensional human interaction. Human beings are made for relationship. Our image of God the Trinity is inherently relational. 
All the persons of the Trinity need and rely upon one another. And as we are made in God's holy and beautiful image, humans, therefore, are also deeply relational and interdependent. No matter what our Enneagram type, our love language, our Myers-Briggs preferences, we all need human connection to thrive. We need to interact with real people, to see and be seen in person, to touch, hold hands, hug other people. We know this intuitively. Loneliness feels bad. Connecting with people lifts our mood. In the past few weeks, with the Omicron surge subsiding, I've been starting to reconnect with people in person again. I've noticed in myself how different it feels to be with people in person. To sit with staff and have a conversation around a table about welcoming people back to church. To talk with people in a retirement community and hear about their lives. To meet outdoors where we can take off our masks and see one another's faces. Smiles are so beautiful. I have felt something in myself come alive again. Feeling connected with people and energized in a way that I haven't felt in months. I hadn't realized how anemic and emotionally draining it is to interact with flat images on a screen. In-person interactions stimulate our brains in positive ways that don't happen when we are looking at things on a screen. When we're having positive social interactions in person, our brains release oxytocin, a hormone that's sometimes called the bonding hormone. Oxytocin in turn stimulates other good hormones like dopamine and serotonin, and it reduces stress hormones. Shaking or holding hands or receiving a wanted hug also releases oxytocin. All those happy chemicals and when our brains are flooded with those good hormones, our positive thinking increases. Our stress decreases. Feelings of trust, gratitude, and compassion increase. Social anxiety goes down. Our immune systems might even get a boost, and our blood pressure go down. As we were talking about returning to in-person worship, more than one person mentioned the importance of being together with other people. The energy and hope of our voices blending together in prayer and praise and singing. Our bodies and souls remembering community, bringing the dispersed parts of the body back together. The longing to be one, to be together, to be at peace together, 
is God's desire as well. God desires to be in relationship with us, and God desires for us to be in healthy and loving relationships with one another. The kingdom of God, that world that Jesus says constantly is coming into being all around us, the world we are called to help co-create, that world has no place for greed, for power that oppresses or diminishes the health or dignity of other human beings. No place for war. No place for hearts hardened to the terror of fleeing from violence or for self-preservation that forgets compassion. We regular people, we have a choice to submit to a world of fear and domination, or to join together with others who share our value, for capital L, love, to create a welcoming place where love takes root, grows, and blooms. We glimpse that place when we worship together, when we listen to one another, when we join our voices together in one resonant chorus of praise and petition. We come together to this holy place as regular people, seeking connection with God and one another in the midst of our chaotic world. We come to be reassured and loved, forgiven and transformed, Reminded whose we are, that we are created in God's beautiful and holy image. Empowered with reason, gifts, and a vision of a new world. Where choosing love and human connection disempowers greed, competition, and evil. Our worship continues with prayer, with prayers for one another, for our world, and for human beings everywhere. We then turn to God and one another to confess our lack of connection and finding ourselves forgiven and reconciled, we offer our whole selves to God. And we come to God's table to be nourished and body in spirit. Strengthened, we go out into the world together. Witnesses to the hope and power of love. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever. Amen.